Okay, so it took me way too long, but I just figured out why superheroes wear masks. <laughs> why? It's got nothing to do with their secret identities. <laughs> what is it? It's so that the stuntmen don't have to look anything like them. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> Not where I thought you were going, but okay. <laughs> where did you think I was going? Oh, I thought it was like, uh, so we don't know what they look like. So we can't fight, find them and beat the shit out of them for oh. making shitty TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Jay. I'm still here. And this is Marvel Movie Night. <laughs> So this week for Marvel Movie Night, we watched another TV show mm-hmm. in our effort to increasingly make our podcast name erroneous. It's your fault. Yeah, it's all my fault. This week we watched season two of Daredevil. Can we just go ahead and skip to the part where we put it on the list? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. This is a Marvel Netflix joint released April or March 18th, uh, 2016. I have nothing to say. Well, that's going to make for a very interesting podcast. (laughs) I can't. Oh, God. I don't know what this show is. I don't know who the... Well, I do. I know exactly who the audience is. It's not me. <clears throat> All right, Mr. Sticking to the Formula. What do we do first? So, hot takes. Uh, I take it that you Hate are it. hot for this mo- this show? Hate it. <laughs> I'm so bored. Oh. I was so bored. I started cleaning. Oh, I... I gotta say... You know how bored I have to be? To get up and start cleaning and doing housework in the middle of a show so I don't have to watch it as intently. There was way too much fighting. And I know that, like, Daredevil is a fighting superhero. That's what he Aren't does. they all? Like, he's a, he's, he's a brawler. But fuck me. Whatever. Brawler. And... I just, Daredevil was the B-plot in his show. Uh-huh. Yeah, they gave him one season where he was also not the most interesting character. And then the next season, they're like, hey, let's use this show to launch another show. Because this one clearly sucks ass. <laughs> and the whole season was about... Punisher. Yeah, you know how loud, when we did Jessica Jones, I was like, did we really need Luke Cage in this sh- this season of Jessica nope. Jones? And and we weren't sure. You kind of thought he was helpful. I was asking myself if we needed Daredevil in this season of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you're going to ask me, uh, what was the season about? And there's so many goddamn storylines. I don't know what they thought the season was about. Well, and that is that is next. What was the season about? Uh, and probably, sure? 
Yeah, introducing the Punisher was important. I Listen, the hand bullshit was the least interesting, least important thing. It was so vague. Do you know what happens when she... Uh, when when the black sky gets activated, do you know what happens? Is it the end of the world? The that, end of New York? The end of anything? What what happens? The hand becomes unbeatable. Yes, but what's their agenda? World. Maybe they want world peace, trans rights, and rights for women. We don't know what their politics are. Maybe we should be rooting for them. We don't know. Well, but they're obviously evil because they do bad things like bring people back to life. Um, <laughs> I we really don't know. Oh, oh, ancient war! I've been fighting this war my whole life. <laughs> well, and to juxtapose that with a man who actually went to war. Mm-hmm. And then came home and went to war. And then came home and found himself still at war. Maybe, maybe we're prejudiced. Because how many times have you told me your worst fear was you'd be perfectly fine in Iraq and something would happen to us? Yeah, absolutely. And that's precisely what happened to him. He got home, got to be with his family for like less than a day. And you know how chaotic that day is, that day you come home. Yeah. Uh, and you're overwhelmed and everybody wants to talk to you and show you things and, and whatever. And you're, so you're not in the moment. And then the next day, everybody's dead. And maybe that's why we thought that was the more important storyline. However, there was nothing they were going to do to make me give a crap about the hand or black sky. They didn't even explain any of it. I don't know what any of it is. No, and they they're vaguely ninjas. And and the rat from the sewer and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles guy is a total dick face. Yes. I just, I cannot express how much I hate this whole show. Hate it. Boring. Bad writing. Dear Jesus, uh, the fighting, um... They changed Punisher's origin story. Again. Again. <laughs> the comic book poses mid-fight. He pauses a whole fight to go, swing, And then continues. I know you can't see me, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and then... Um, the the amount of times that these idiots changed loyalties, all of them went from well, except for Daredevil because he's a pussy and you can't you can't kill anybody no matter how bad they are, unless it becomes convenient for him to use someone else <laughs> to murder people and then it's fine. But um, stick again. What the fuck is that name? It goes to kill Electra. That Electra goes to kill him, and then they're saving each other's fucking lives and shit. I'm sorry, but I have never wanted to kill someone. <laughs> uh, and then, like five minutes later, gone. Oh damn! Let me save your life. No, no, ma'am. That does not happen. You <laughs> either are really mad at your daddy, or you actually want to kill this motherfucker who abused you throughout your childhood. 
Did you notice they changed Electra's origin story also? Yeah, yeah. It's like the most basic origin story in the world. She trained really good, but she has a rich daddy and stuff. And now they completely erased daddy, changed her race. Yeah. And it made her the Asian-ish, and then gave her a French accent, which is confusing as fuck. Because she was adopted by rich French people. Yeah, but how old was she when she moved in with them? I don't know, she looked eight-ish. Uh-huh. I lived in Indianapolis until I was eight and moved to Kentucky. Do I sound like I'm from Kentucky? Not no. usually. No, I don't. Not unless I get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow the Sheila comes out. <laughs> um, she shouldn't have had a French accent. She's supposed to be Greek. Her name is Electra... What is it? Say it. Nachos. It, it, it looks like nachos. Yeah, Natasha. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. You're not. I'm not supposed to do names. <laughs> but she's. She, you cannot have an Asian lady have a Greek name with a French accent. <laughs> it does not work for me. You've already given me an origin story. Now you're changing everything. <laughs> Oh, and their version of magic medicine. Let me see if I I get this. I got this right. Toilet bowl cleaner, baking soda to neutralize the acid in toilet bowl cleaner, which I even really like. What? Um, and then um, water, and then you pray over it. Stab someone in the stab hole with a pair of pliers to rip the hole open more and then pour this poison down into the hole and then what? I don't know. Pray or meditate over it? And And then boom, two days later, she went from dying to kicking people's asses? If she makes it through the first 24 hours. He said, right after he said, this will kill her in 10 minutes. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. No. How many times was she on the verge of death? Like, at yeah, least only three. Only twice. It was only twice. That old guy, I can't believe he's still walking around. God bless America. <laughs> okay, and then we got dog violence. Yeah, that was... And then fun. threatened dog violence. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I just... The, no, none of it. So ask me the next damn question. <laughs> so we're supposed to explore the plot lines here. And obviously one of the plot lines, we've been talking about it, we didn't enjoy it, was Electra and the Hand. And this this eternal war that Stick has been fighting that they don't really tell us much about. They brought it up a little bit in the first season. Like, yeah, they brought it up in a way that I didn't believe him. It sounds like another manipulation for him to get them to do what he wants. Yeah. But then we find out, okay, so Electra is some magic thing. Yeah, uh, which we saw Kid in the first season that was a black sky. Sure. Yeah. But we had no idea. Yeah, sure. Yep. Okay. Um, And then... They, she and Daredevil have been trained by Stick since childhood, but somehow never met each other. 
No, no, no. And then, yes. Daredevil was only trained for a little while, and then he started having catching feels for Stick, and Stick dumped him. Okay, fine. But, I don't know, was there overlap? They're, they were they were both trained in childhood by the same guy. Yeah. And then he Stick sends her to seduce Daredevil in college for what reason? Uh... He was he was a mission of some sort that came to nothing because she fell in love with him. Yeah. Uh, and then she killed people, and he was like, "No, we don't have to do that." And then left her. Like Stick cannot be the good guy because every one of his plans fall apart as soon as one person starts liking another person. Here is where that not telling the plan thing means the plan is going to work. Isn't true. He doesn't tell us shit. <laughs> we don't know his plan. We don't know his motivation. We don't know what he's thinking. We don't know who he cares about. We don't know where he came from. We know nothing about the guy, and yet all of his plans follow fall through. He hates everyone, it appears, and he's an abusive piece of shit. Well, and he kills his his lieutenant in order to protect Electra as a child. Mm-hmm. And then, like, decides, oh, no, I have to have her killed. (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. If if there's a magical child who's going to bring about the end of the world or whatever the fuck it is she's supposed to do, and I, I find myself unable to just kill her and get it over with, which is, you know, look at the flowers, sweet pea, boom. It's not that hard. Um, end of the, like, if, if you have to, if you have to moralize it, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. It's, it's really not that difficult to justify something like that. Um, but then he's weak and can't do it. So then he, he fucking trains her and abuses her the whole time. That's not how you get loyalty. You get loyalty with care and love yeah. and trust and mentorship, if he treated her like a human being, then she'd be on his side to the end of time. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to worry about her getting pulled to the other side. No, because even if the hand shows up and says, hey, BT Dubs, that black sky thing, that's you, and we want you to lead us into a new age. But we She'd are- be like, but uh, you guys are evil, and I'm going to stick with the good teeth. Yeah, that's my daddy. Yeah. Uh, but she's not special because in the first season there was another kid that was, they called him The Black Sky. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you can hear my quotation marks. <laughs> um, but he's not The Black Sky. It's either The Black Sky or A Black Sky. Which is it? Yeah. And we will never find out who they are. We will never find out what it means. We will never find out what was supposed to happen. I mean, I don't give a shit, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, so that was one of the plot lines. And the other the other real plot line... Well, we already went over that. The, the Punisher. Yeah. Um, and I think... <laughs> I don't know that I understood everything, because they doled out details uh, so few and far between that... 
And they never did like that classic TV show wrap up of this yeah. is what happened. So I'm not sure I caught everything because yeah. I did drift quite a lot mentally. Um, so best I can tell, Frank Castle, a punk kid from New York, goes off to war as a Marine, finds himself in a world of shit. His commanding officer is making bad decisions. He saves his entire uh, platoon to include his commanding officer and then comes home wanting to settle down only to find his family in the middle of a really four-way gunfight between three mob factions. Uh, in the middle of Central Park at yeah, the Harrisel. Yeah. Which is a really dumb fucking place for a bunch of drug gangs to be hanging out. In the middle of all this, he takes a bullet to the head. Yeah, but hold on, though. Who does a drug deal with four or three other gangs in the morning? Well, I like to get my killing done before breakfast. <laughs> Those are nighttime activities, damn it. That was a damn Back to the Future reference, and I deserve kudos. <laughs> Why are you quoting the bad guy? <laughs> They're three rival gangs. Who else am I going to quote? I don't know. So Frank takes a bullet to the head. Mm-hmm. And the DA who was involved in this because she was turning this five army friggin' deal into uh, a sting operation. Yeah. How? That's the question. Because none of her plan made sense. Much like the plan to catch the plan to catch um, the Punisher, where she just dangles a guy <laughs> out in the middle of what was it, a junkyard or the, the fucking by the river or whatever, uh, just dangles him out there and thinks this expert sniper Marine isn't going to be able to <laughs> pluck him from the, the chew that he's standing in. Oh, shit. Uh, or, well, what a, yeah, yeah uh, I don't call it the right thing. No. Because um, I think chew... Because that's those that's what they look like. Those because the things that you lived in were very in. much Connex's gifts. Yeah. But that's not what civilians call them. No. And right off the top of my head, I can't think what they're you know, those um they look like the backs of semis. They're a freight container. Yeah, that. They're just standing in there. Because I mean, like, you want your back to a wall, yes. But but in that situation you don't want the only way for you to escape to be where the sniper is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. But but her plan didn't make any sense. Somehow all these guys are gonna show up to Central Park and they're what they're all gonna do a drug deal together and she's recording it so that the cops can come and, and arrest them all. Yeah, that was the that was the plan, right? So three gangs, the the Mexican cartel, the Irish, and the bikers. We're all meeting this blacksmith that nobody knew who he was. Okay, but can we talk about how fucking racist it is to oh. just have the goddamn Irish, the whole of Irish, <laughs> be a gang? I am personally offended for my ancestors. This is rude. So these three gangs are meeting up with the blacksmith to buy uh, weapons. 
Oh yeah, weapons. I keep saying drugs. Well, it was weapons and drugs. Like they were exchanging weapons for drugs for my. Like they were all just having a circle jerk of crime, right? In public, in daylight, in broad daylight, in front of children. And she had one undercover guy there who blew it. The blacksmith didn't come because he knew there was an undercover guy there. Well, the blacksmith didn't seem like the kind of guy that would ever come. He's kind of like Kingpin. Fair enough. Or Kingpin, not Pen. Kingpin, in that his anonymity is his is, protection. Yeah, well, it's his currency. Yeah. Everybody can use him if no one knows who he is, and he doesn't have any loyalties to anybody. Yeah. That's a perfect position to be in. But not if you show up and you're some dumbass white guy from the Marines. Kurgan. Missing a hand, even. Um. Yeah, Tony Curran. No, not Tony Curran. Daggummit. I didn't write his name down. Shit. His name is Clancy. Uh, I know him uh, from Highlander. Yeah. And my nightmares. <laughs> He's never been scary. He's never been scary in anything else, but I always expect him to be. Uh, because that dude scared the piss out of me when I was a kid. Um, and his first name's Clancy. Um, we also have, uh, well, you know, everybody knows John Bernthal from uh, The Walking Dead. But And, and Tony Curran, um, who you said you didn't recognize, but um, I recognized him, the kids would be so proud of me, from Doctor Who, because he was Vincent Van Gogh. Um... And then X-Men First Class and Sons of Anarchy, but Doctor Who, woo those are the only special people. Oh, Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix, but she's like in the world. It's not a big surprise that she was there. Um, Although, good on you, you recognize her from the back of her head. Yeah, well, I recognized her because she was the role she was in also. Like, I knew Foggy was meeting up with an important lawyer. Yeah. Um, and then when I saw the back of her head, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's that dumbass. Yeah, so... She's a serious dumbass, that one. Back to the Punisher plot. Sorry, yeah. Right? He takes a bullet to the head. In an effort to cover shit up, the DA tries to get uh, a DNR done for him. Which is illegal. It's not a thing she has any authority to do. Fakes a bunch of death certificates, which... Also illegal as shit. Also, why? They got shot. Like, I don't understand what she's faking on the death certificates to make it like they didn't get shot. Yeah. I mean, like... like they weren't in the crossfire of a three-way gang battle. Like, yeah, I need to know and what it... I, I, and we'll never know, of course, but I need to know what her plan was there. Because uh, two kids and a, a, a woman and a, a husband are all guns down. He's in the hospital. They're dead. What lie are you coming up with that the that the 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 newspapers aren't picking up and nobody's talking about? Apparently, they got gunned down in their car. But unless uh, it is what they reported, sure. But unless your cop was the first one to drop his gun, like your even though that was a sting in a stupid place and you didn't clear the civilians. 
that wasn't your like you're not responsible for you're not going yeah, down oh, yeah. for that. She she she's responsible for that. If she orchestrated them having that meeting yeah. at that place. She didn't pick the place. There's no way the DA with her little one undercover well, dude picked up. That's probably true, but you know it's not about. She's worried about. Uh, she's she's worried about her political career. Yeah, that everybody's it's gonna ridiculous. be like. Well, public opinion is ex- incredibly important in a situation like that, um, and we wouldn't vote for that dumb bitch. No, but so they pull the plug on Frank, and by some miracle, he comes back to life. Motherfucking stubbornness. Yes. And they have picked the right goddamn dude for this part. Yes. Uh, and having come back to life, uh, he realizes that the uh, that the vigilantes of New York uh, aren't going far enough. That putting people in jail isn't going to save anybody. You have, I agree with him. You have to take all of those bad guys and put them in the ground. And he's going to start with anybody that was involved in killing his family. Well, I really think his whole motivation was just taking out the idiots that killed his family. I don't think he cared about the rest of the bad guys. I think that was just an argument he had with Daredevil because Daredevil was fucking with him. And he's like, you're useless, your plan. I don't think that was, that wasn't the Punisher's plan. his, His plan, I mean, he's very careful to not have collateral damage. The only dead people are bad Sure. People. I mean, some of them may not deserve have deserved the death sentence for what they did, but they won't do anything <clears throat> worse later. And and so that really, like, I, I've just come to the point of the season. And it's kind of what Karen's typing in her last uh, article. Mm. What is a hero? Because... If Daredevil is a hero, going around, being a vigilante, no. beating up bad guys. He's not a hero. Getting them put in jail. He's not a hero. If you can accept that. Nope. Uh, and a lot of people would. Nope. Uh, he's a vigilante. It's against the law. Therefore, he's not a hero. He could be a good Samaritan. Right? Okay. Uh, but that doesn't require wearing a mask and hiding your identity. <laughs> um, or, or instead of being a lawyer, he could have become a fucking cop. And he could have done that exact same job with more authority and not break the it's, law. It's hard for a blind man to get a job as a cop. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That guy who can see better than I can is blind. I forgot. Well, then maybe he should just be satisfied with being a prosecutor. He's not even being a prosecutor to get rid of bad guys. A fucking idiot is a defense attorney. And a defense attorney is required to um, represent people. Who commit crimes. Yeah. 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 Like, because he's not trying to actually be a defense attorney, to be fair. He's he's being, um, I don't know what you call that. He's he's helping people sue people. Yeah, he's he is a <clears throat> litigation attorney for underprivileged and yeah, genius plan. for people. It's definitely going to further your goals in life. It, but like you pick a lane. Yeah, 
You have to be, it's better to be good at one thing. And because he doesn't pick a lane, he fucks absolutely everything up. Yeah, well, and that comes back to uh, the question of hero, right? Because not only what is a hero, but what is the cost of being a hero? Because Daredevil can't do what he does as a criminal vigilante hero. But but you can't with and be a lawyer at the same time. Like, but he's not a, he's not a hero. Them. He beats the fucking shit out of people. Yeah. He tortures people to get information. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah. Um. He's not Captain America. He's no. a vigilante. But after he took down Kingpin, a lot of Hell's Kitchen ref- that looked to him as a hero. Sure. Well, yeah, because he got rid of that one guy. Yeah. But I, I guarantee you, the majority of people in Hell's Kitchen, their lives weren't even affected by anything Kingpin was doing. If anything, it was worse because now there's a bunch of people vying for power. Well, and the average person doesn't encounter that much crime sure. unless it, it's it's personal one-on-one crime that they're encountering, which Kingpin wasn't affecting. He's not hiring muggers. You know? Mm. He's not hiring people to go around raping people. That they, So Kingpin wasn't really affecting anything. And I mean, and if you want to change the political climate of your town, uh, you need to go after the politicians. Sure. N- not businessmen who, I don't even know what the fuck he was trying to do, really. He had his hand in everything. That idiot was also trying to, quote unquote, clean up the city and make everything better. Also a vigilante, went about it completely the wrong way. It just... So you got one vigilante taking out another vigilante because the first vigilante didn't like the way the second vigilante was vigilanteing. You can't pick nits like that. You are either on the side of good or you're breaking the damn law. If you don't but, like the law, change the law. That's how our country works. So these vigilantes, these these heroes of Hell's Kitchen, would tell you that they are on the side of good <laughs> while breaking the law. Sure, that's what they would tell me. They're they're chaotic good instead of lawful good. There is no room in morality or legal morality for chaotic good. <laughs> it's black and white, and it has to be. There can't be shade. And, and well, there's some built-in shades of gray. Murder's not just murder. There's manslaughter. It's still wrong. You're still bad. You're still going to jail, just not as long. There's a system in place. There are people who get paid to do the things. I don't like the cops, but that's their damn job. Maybe if you don't like that they're not doing the job well enough, you should go into policing and teach them how to do it right. I don't know. There's a million different avenues you could do to legitimately change the city. He's just a lazy ass, and he likes the cute little outfit. <laughs> it's it's so annoying to me. I hate absolutely all of it. I have more respect for the Punisher because he has a a motivation. He has a specific cause, and I feel like when he's done, he's going to be done. He's probably going to be done like in a hail of suicide by cop. Because he doesn't seem like the kind who's going to be willing to live much after he gets rid of all the people that he wants to get rid of. Sure. 
Because once he's got vengeance for his family, once that motivation is done. Yeah, he's not going back to regular no, life. No. And what does he have to live for after that? Yeah. So then that becomes, okay, well, I've I've revenged my family. Now what about all the other people in the world who don't have somebody to revenge mm-hmm. their families? Well, that would that would make him different for me because I wouldn't give a shit. And it's a lot harder to get stabbed and shot and beat the shit out of for somebody else you don't even know. It's it's just wildly different. Sure. Uh, But he was a a Marine. Mm -hmm. And he's going to have the mentality that he can help people, so he should help people. Well, maybe. That's a terrible generalization. I I don't think it's a terrible generalization. I think it's just a generalization. Mm. Although all I really know about Marines is they think they're really badass and they collect toys at Christmas time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's a a lot of indoctrination there. Mm. Uh, I, I feel like of all the branches of the military, the Marines might be a little bit better at the propaganda than the rest of you guys. Absolutely. Army tries real fucking hard, though. Yeah. I don't know nothing about the Navy except the rumors. <laughs> okay, so uh, we go from plot lines to characters. Uh-huh. Uh, and well, the only character I give a crap about in this whole show is Foggy. Okay, well, we can talk about Foggy. We don't got to talk about Foggy. Know, yeah, we've already talked about Foggy. His character hasn't changed any. He's still badass as fuck. I, Maybe he's a little more confident in his badassery. He is definitely getting more confident, and I have grown to like him this season. I'm really upset that you didn't like him automatically in the beginning. Well, because I know him from the comics and from the movies, and I just... I don't like him. He is one of my least favorite sidekicks. I don't remember Foggy from the Daredevil movie. Yeah, he was played by John Favreau. Happy Happy Hogan played um, Foggy. Uh, well, maybe that's why I don't remember, because that guy just kind of blends into Happy for me. Yeah. Ironic, because Happy is exactly the same character. But Nelson really stood up this season. Like, he stood up to the DA. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> excellently. Times, amazingly. Yeah. Uh, he put her right in her place. He he has this way of, of standing up where he's like, he acts like he's backing down, but then shows some spine. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 no, I'll do that really bad thing you want. Yeah. As long as you make it legal. Well, yeah, and I think it helps, though, that she was being blatantly um, just absolutely full of shit. Oh, yeah. She's trying to tell them that they couldn't be dude's lawyer um, and that he needed to get another lawyer, except if she had any authority to change someone's lawyer, she would be able to manipulate every single case she had. Yeah. There's a separation for a reason. They're not even supposed to be talking to each other about a client unless they're having an official meeting to negotiate for plea deals. Yeah. And that's it. Um, And that all gets documented and recorded. 
And and the criminal's uh, alleged criminal's lawyer is required to report back to them everything, even if the the lawyer knows damn well that their client is never going to say yes to the deal. They're required to bring the whole conversation to them anyway. Yeah. Um. So her saying that to him was above and beyond illegal. Oh. Everything she did was above and beyond illegal. It, she was so blatant about it. I don't know how the fuck she's been getting away with it. I, well, and well, except I, she doesn't get away with it. Ha ha. See, and that's another face that uh, we've seen before. Yeah. And hated. Yep. Uh, that is, um, well, first of all, she called my Jean-Luc Picard JL yeah. and I don't know why, but that just annoys the shit out of me. The lack of respect that shows. Yeah. Raffi for Picard. Um, don't like her. Don't like her at all. And I, I, I need a show that she's in where she's not somebody I want to choke the shit out. I believe she's in, uh, she was in law and order for a while. She's a pretty good detective. I believe that was for. Um, but yeah, so Foggy um, also realizes that he cannot continue to hold the weight of the the firm on his shoulders. That if 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 Matt is going to be Daredevil and is going to be running around at night and missing cases and appointments then there's no point in them being partners. Well, and he didn't even want to ha- he didn't want to take that case. No. He didn't even want to take that case. They only took um the Punisher's case because of dumbass. I mean, Daredevil. And I can't imagine it's easy to fight for somebody you would rather see dead. Yeah. Yeah, so Foggy was a standout character this season. Yeah. I think the um the scenes we got with Kingpin were pretty fucking amazing, too. Yeah, but God, I, um, Vincent D'Onofrio does not underdo anything. And watching him beat the crap out of the Punisher, when we just saw what the Punisher was doing, you know, it takes a lot to intimidate me, but that double-fisted, Gorilla pound that he does. I I could feel that. It hurts. I don't like it. I don't like watching it. It's very uncomfortable. He's he's a scary dude. And a schemer. Like he is. He is eight steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah. He took over that prison with almost no effort. Use the use the Punisher to kill a dude, and then turn his back on him to have him dead too. Yeah, I don't like how he was just taking over the prison. That is not how prison works. And he didn't. Usually, things like that require incredible amounts of money, and he didn't have any yet. So I don't know how he did that. Um, the uh, chick whose name is. Um, Michelle Hurd, she played uh, Detective Monique Jeffries in Law and Order's Special Victims Unit. It was only 25 episodes. Okay. Um, I I don't know. You may or may not like her. I don't know. We've seen her a bunch. She's been in 
a lot of stuff. Terminator 3, Charmed, Bones, ER, CSI Miami, The Good Wife, um, 90210. What? Pretty Little Liars, Witches of East End. Like, she's, she's everywhere. Um, oh lord, she played the detective when I spit on your grave. Talk about a rough movie. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that movie made me vomit just thinking about it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, okay, anyway. Don't like her. You'll have to watch some Law and Order and see if it's her personality oozing out or if it's just the part she picks. Mm. I'm sorry, I interrupted the fuck out of you. I, I still don't feel very good, and, and my brain's kind of all over the place. And I'm starting to lose my voice. What were we talking about? We are talking about Kingpin. Oh, yeah, Kingpin. I mean, I just love Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. I, there's How many more times can you say that? He, um... He has set it up so that he is protecting the, the woman he loves and he is going to get out of prison uh, without marring his record anymore. Like when he comes out, well, he told Punisher, uh, you, you're getting out to wage a war. Yeah. I'm getting out to win one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dumb quote. Because... It's not like the Punisher's not planning on winning. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what's the difference? The difference is where in the planning stage you are. The Punisher is going after the next guy. And when that dude's down, he's going to go after the next guy. Well, I mean, that fits. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but he's going to win it by doing that. Possibly. But he's not looking at the big picture. The Kingpin is looking at the big picture. Yeah, apparently Kingpin's looking at several big pictures. Um, I wish that he did. I want to like him as his character, but he's just a, a tad bit too far on the creepy side for me to... <laughs> I don't know what it is because... Um, because the first time we watched Jessica Jones, I was fully on David Tennant's side. Yeah. The second time I watched it, I was like, holy shit, what was wrong with me? <laughs> there's something about his personality. that There's a charm there that makes you forget all the bad shit. And uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character, the way he's playing it, he has no charm. Yeah, well. You have to push through the weird in order to like him, which I i mean, I shouldn't be prejudiced because uh, I feel like that's how people end up liking me is pushing through the weird <laughs> <laughs> to, to get to my actual personality. But um, he's there's something about him that's a little bit off putting because normally incredible intelligence and that kind of power is extremely sexy to me. But there's something off. Well, and I like that earlier you compared him uh, to the vigilantes. That yeah, like well, that's what he—that's what he thought he was doing. Putting him on the spectrum, mm-hmm. he's doing bad shit for a good outcome. 
Well, what he thinks is what the good he, outcome. What, yeah, what he thinks is the, the greater good. Yeah. He did admit, though, that he was wrong about the way he was going about it. Yeah. Um, Last season. Sure. But to put him on that spectrum with Daredevil and yeah. and Punisher. Why wouldn't you? Uh, I don't think I've ever I've ever done before, and that definitely. What do you mean? That's his whole motivation. I mean, I don't know about the comic books, but in the show, that's all he talked yeah. about was he's going to clean up the city, make it safe, get rid of all the assholes. I just I just chalked that up to the rhetoric of a bad guy who's trying to convince you he's not bad, so you'll let him do what he wants. Well, look at his it's, but look at his background. Coming at it from he believes this and he's really trying to do good. Yeah. Uh, what what is a hero? Because to him, he's a hero. Well, I think he realizes he he fucked up a little bit though. But <clears throat> but did he fuck up or did he make tactical mistakes? Same thing. <laughs> is that not the same thing? Like it doesn't change what he wants the outcome no. to be. So no, but he fucked up. Yeah. He uh. He needed to be a lot more subtle about um, his strategy because he he got heavy-handed enough for people to be able to prove he was doing bad stuff. And you need to be a little more delicate about it. Well, and, you know, smashing the guy's head in the car door, that was a little too far. All right, so she spent a lot of time on screen, and we should probably talk about the character of Electra. Why? I know we we complained about her already. Um, uh, she ruined the relationship we'd been waiting a whole season to watch. Yeah. Uh, well, she didn't. I take that back. Uh, you know. Us girls got to stick together. Daredevil's a dumbass, and he fucked up his relationship because she showed up. That's not her fault. No. Um, I mean, but what do you do when an ex shows up and almost dies in your arms? You drop him and laugh and go, I dumped you for a reason, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to my nice girlfriend. Uh, I got to take her out for dinner. He didn't try at first. He was all like, hey, I'm, I've got a girl. I need you to back the fuck off. I, I've got a girl. Mm-hmm. And then like half an episode later, he's like, I'll follow you. Because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> She's probably the first girl he ever loved. It's really hard to, you know, that's a special thing. I could see how we'd have a hard time. Yeah. She is incredibly attractive. But. And we know her from the cleaning lady. It took me a while to put that. Yeah, I'm telling you, I watched her and I barely recognized her as the same person. Um, just uh, she must be that good of an actress because, like, the whole way she played Electra, it, it changed her face. Yeah. Uh, the the she was putting off a completely different aura. She didn't have like, yeah, didn't even have the same vibe. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not I'm not saying she's bad. She's not a bad actress. I don't like that character. Uh, she popped in out of nowhere. And her her whole storyline didn't make a whole lot of sense, and they never bothered to do anything to make me care about yeah, it. It's just she's raised from childhood to be a killer. 
And apparently a little more vicious than she needs to be. Oh, yeah, because there's some thing lurking in her. Yeah. That tells her that beating the crap out of that trainer guy wasn't wrong. Oh, well, just straight up killing him when he comes and corners her later. Well, I mean, he was going to kill her. No. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. A woman is not alone in a room with a guy with weapons and gets to go, oh, he's probably just going to beat me up a little. Fair enough. No. You, when, when a woman is cornered by a man, she knows he knows how to fight. You come out with your claws and your teeth out. And if he dies, it's because he cornered you, not because you killed him. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Consequences. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it was two dudes, they maybe could have talked it out. But you don't you don't corner a wild animal and poke at him. <laughs> you don't do that. Um, <clears throat> and I just, I don't feel like her, she was ever taught the kind of ethics that a, a normal person would get. Well, except you don't have any idea what the family that raised her did. You can assume because they were rich that maybe they were, um, you can assume they were um, a little hands off, but they also were desperate for a little girl because they couldn't have kids of their own. So I feel like that says they actually did give a crap. The thing is, by the time you're 10, your morality is pretty much developed. I mean, you can combat it to a point, but I remember me at 10, and my dad tried to tell me uh, right and wrong, and, you know, there's not a thing he could have told me to change how, like, my my internal dialogue about morality. So, yeah. Uh, don't blame the rich people. You don't know. Okay. I mean, and she can mask pretty well. She can go into a crowd of rich people and, and wear the clothes and eat the food, and nobody would ever know she didn't belong there. Yeah. So she learned something from them. I don't know. Her whole character just gives me creepy feelings because... I mean, as bad as it was for Daredevil as a kid to be trained by this guy, I, and I, I remembered all the stuff he said and did to him and then applied that to her, who was with him for a lot longer. Yeah. And it's so much, it makes me feel so much more angry. Because, <laughs> you know, boys, you kind of expect people to treat them rough and, and, and make them, like, rough boys. Girls, you know, you expect a parental figure to be more gentle with them. And you know he was abusive and awful. And Well, and compared to the training she got in the movie, which felt like coming oh, home. Oh, the community. Yeah. And, and safety. Yeah. Yeah. Where they showed us a little bit of a community, but it was a community of everybody's beating everybody else's ass. Yeah, but it was like like when Rose would go to a keto and they'd beat the crap out of each other and fling each other all over the room. But then 
would go have pizza and hang out with each other and giggle and stuff. It's the, it's community. Yeah. I just, I don't feel like it was as much of a nurturing community in the show as it was. Oh, no, no. But in the movie, she was coming home to that place. Um, no, it seemed like she was isolated. Like those trainer people that were, well, they, some of them were beating the shit out of her and she was beating the shit out of some of them. It seemed like those are the only people she interacted with. Yeah. Oh God. I don't know. I just, the whole, her whole character makes me really uncomfortable. Everything she, I mean, my imagination went nuts. Everything that she would have gone through under his training. Um, and the way he infantilizes her, even as an adult, he calls her child all the time. He talks down to her like she's, this is not how you get somebody to stay on your side. No. I don't understand his reasoning at all. No, and the amount of times, once the black sky thing got revealed, the amount of times she got called it instead of her. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. He called her it? He did He did once or twice, and then uh, Nobu did a lot. Oh, I didn't catch that. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which makes that scene with her and Daredevil... Uh, where they paused the fight for 20 minutes so they can have a romantic moment. Yeah. They made It made that more uh, more poignant. Well, the problem here is, this is how dumb Daredevil is. Nobu has been brought back to life, what, twice? Yeah. And there's rumors of it happening more? Yeah. Um, we saw it happen like three times, and they've rumored another three. So... Possibly up to as many as six times he's been brought back to life. So he's not that great of a fighter then, is he? Um, but, and Daredevil knows this. So then he just buries her body? Yeah. Under a stone with her name on it? Yeah. Don't hide her or anything. He didn't bother to hide her? Have her cremated or something? Is he secretly hoping they'll bring her back to life? I mean, honestly, you as know, arrogant as that motherfucker is, he probably thinks the hand is done now. No, oh, I'm sure dead. he. I'm sure he does. Like he killed five fucking ninjas, and and an old guy killed Nobu. Yeah. Although we don't know, chopping his head off, he should have <laughs> taken the head with him. When he did that, I was like, okay, pick the head up, because it's the only way to make sure that shit sits in a jar on your sh- on your shelf, mm-hmm. pickled. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Exactly. Um, pluck its eyeballs out. Like, take out the tongue. Make it not usable. Stick it in formaldehyde. I, I don't care. Um, <clears throat> put it in a fish tank like the governor. But he left it there. For all we know, they could just glue him back together and put him in the box and he comes back alive. And I think that if there had been a next season, that is there another season? Fuck me. No. <gasps> no, I thought that was a, I thought there were only two seasons. No, no. no. There's plenty more defenders to come. No, not defenders. Yeah. Daredevil. Well, Daredevil and defenders. Fuck me. Yes. And I was trying not to cuss as much on this episode, but damn. <laughs> Yet. Well, next season is going to be all about how she's been brought back to life. Sure. 
Yeah, more hand because, uh, like, honestly, at this point, let's just get Donatello and Raphael up here and, and rock this out right. Listen, if they had Raphael up here, this would be an interesting show. Actually, Raphael's the size, so Electra would be Raphael. She's not funny. And she doesn't eat. Can you see her eating a whole pizza? <laughs> Can we watch a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Because it would be better. <laughs> oh, I used to love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So glad nobody told me it was based on this piece of shit. <laughs> okay. What kind of read did you get from the sergeant slash detective sergeant, the cop that they kept uh, going to for... I feel like he's becoming a bigger character. No, he's not. We don't know anything about him. He has no personality. He is just there as a vehicle for throwing information out for the show. Okay. You don't think he was... I mean, we know his... Well, he got some rank. Yeah. I've been complaining that they've been giving him jobs that were not fit for a uniformed police officer. So then they heard me and they gave him detective sergeant. Um, But I mean, that's not how the cops work. He would have had to have, there were some steps in there that they just skipped because they didn't bother to give a shit about how it really works. Cause he, he made it seem like, Oh, they just decided to give me new rank. Woohoo. I mean, okay. Like, no, I aced the detectives exam. You know what I mean? He, yeah, they don't care about his character. We don't we don't know anything about his life. I don't even know his name. Neither do you. We know his mom or we know we know Foggy's constantly sending stuff to him. We know he has a mom. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. We haven't seen her face. We don't know her name. We don't know where they live. We don't know do they live together? Are they separate? Like those these are the most the details that we know about him are the most generic uh, confirming he's a, a human and alive details. Okay. There's no development there except he he got promoted. Do you feel any any more warmly towards the uh, newspaper editor? No. I felt like he. Uh... I wasn't paying attention to any of those scenes. I don't care about Karen. I don't care. She's going off willy-nilly, not thinking about anything. Putting herself in dangerous situations constantly. Karen was the driving force of this season. Karen is the Carl of this show. Karen is more important to this season than Daredevil is. Well, I would say that about everybody in this show. (laughs) You know that guy that was working behind the counter at the uh, convenience store? He was more important than Daredevil in this season. <laughs> Without him, they wouldn't have had coffee. They wouldn't have been able to stay awake to do their research. And the whole thing would have fallen apart. I, I really enjoyed Karen's uh, whole arc this season. I just don't like how she's running off like a child. She doesn't have any backup. She doesn't... Dude, even if I'm just going to the movie theater to watch a movie, I make sure somebody knows where I'm at. She went to she went to a white guy's house alone without telling anybody where she was going. A guy who was a Marine, and I'm sorry, 
We don't trust officers here. He's he's a dangerous man until proven otherwise. She is a bit reckless. Hmm? I'll give you that. Uh, In this world where she's been shot at how many times, you'd think she'd pause first and think. She's also an incredible investigator. Like, she is... Dude, it does not take that much effort to investigate things. She is digging into things that other people are just overlooking. If she was that great, she would have found out that dude was the blacksmith before she put herself in a position to get beat up by him. Well, Or shot by him, or whatever it was that happened, because I think I might have fallen asleep, because I don't remember... Uh, well, he pulled a gun on her uh-huh. and put her in the car and was going to take her somewhere to kill her. Uh-huh. And then Frank just happens to show up and T-bone the car. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I didn't realize it was Frank. Did I fall asleep? You, I, I remember that part, but I don't remember. Yeah, because then Frank drags him to a shed nearby, puts a bullet in his head. We think he's going to torture him. Oh, shit. I think I fell asleep. When were we watching that? Last night? Last night, yeah. I think I might have fallen asleep for a minute. I didn't see any of it. Oh. Shit. Now you're going to have to rewatch. Oh, hell no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but here here is one thing I'm grateful for. When we tried to watch The Punisher the first time, because I wanted to watch The Punisher and I was excited to watch him. Yeah. We didn't get any of this background and had no idea what was going on with this character. No. And part of the reason I think that we didn't like that show was because we had no fucking idea what was going on and didn't know who. I mean, I mean, we knew his motivation, but we didn't know like this iteration. Yeah. Of his character's motivation, I, and it just seemed like he was going out of his way to kill people for random reasons. And at least now that we've watched this pile of crap. It might make more sense. It will make more sense, I hope. And we will be able to enjoy it. Because I like John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah. He was my favorite I, character in The Walking Dead. Um, And I still think they should have gotten rid of um Rick. And it should have been Shane the whole time. That's what I think. Less people would have died. This is what I'm saying. Uh... I think of of all of the Punishers I've seen, mm-hmm. I think he is the best. I like... I like Thomas Jane, though. Sure. He was good. Great motivation. Um, but I really feel like... And again, it might just be because I got to know him more. I got more time to explore the character. Yeah. Uh, but I really like this, this version of him. He's complicated enough. Like he's they's, they've also basically made him you. I mean, minus the brain damage. <laughs> well, no, but you know what I mean. Like much like Spider Man, one bad situation and you're him. Although, you're married to me, we would never be in Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> it would never happen. Uh, but, um... <laughs> I mean, you're you're just one bad situation away from that. Um, and I like, I like this origin story. Well, I hate it. I hate it. 
it, but I like it because it makes me hate it. That it, it hurts me to think about that situation. I don't, I don't like it. I, I makes, makes me feel murderous. Um, if it were me in this situation, I don't know that I'd be able to be as precise as he is about who he's taken out. Oh, because then, he's because he is so fucking complicated because he's like protecting Karen. Yeah. Um, and of course she doesn't know what's going on. So when he when he tells them that he's gonna uh, do a thing and then he doesn't do it and basically betrays them during the trial, um, he's <laughs> she's like trying to like him but thinking he's a bad guy because of what he did, right? But she's trying really hard to like him. Well, the and more so, she gets to know him, the more she realizes. Well, I was going to say, because I don't know what the story is, but she has some kind of background that makes her understand him and empathize with him in a way that other people don't understand. So what we something about her brother being dead? Her brother died in a car accident. I think she was driving. Okay, it's got to be something more than that because I don't think that she would have quite as much guilt about it. There seemed to be yeah. like maybe she was drunk. Maybe or she made a bad decision that made that happen. There's something extra there, but I, I will give her this. That chick is a damn good actress because I didn't even really read the, um, the title of the article when she opened up the file folder. I got like a couple of words, but then her reaction to it told me what the rest of it said. Yeah. Her, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what she pulled out of her life that gave her that, but her expression and the way she immediately broke when she saw that article was masterful. I mean, I was quite impressed with her acting there. Um, but yeah, they, I, well, maybe, maybe we'll get more of that since there are more seasons that I didn't know about. Yeah. And, and so I think, I think she's a better character than you you give her credit for. She's reckless, but she's she's worth exploring. Sure, I'm not saying she's not. I just don't have a lot of respect for going off half cocked. It's not safe. It doesn't get you what you want. And she's and, and she's the kind of person uh, that gets other people killed. Yeah, well, that's true because. Um, because they're running off trying to save her because she got herself into a scrape. Yeah. Um, and that immediately puts me off. Or because she can't fucking let a mystery go. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just I don't have a lot of respect for that. And I understand it, but that's just not how I manage myself. And when she was part of the group that got kidnapped, she got the one guy shot in the head and almost got the other guy killed playing with his damn income monitor. He's going to have a scar like roses for the rest of his life because of her. Hmm. Although they probably would have done that anyway, even if it was turned off because it was there. But 
I mean, it was a funny situation at first until they pulled out the saw <laughs> or the knife or the sword or whatever that was. Because he's like, it's a family heirloom. His <laughs> his government tracking device. It's a family heirloom. My grandpappy had this one. Yeah. No. And then the other character <laughs> we haven't <clears throat> talked about yet mm. that I love, mm. Claire. She wasn't in this one that much. She was in it enough for me to continue to love her. <laughs> yeah, yes. I. You want to talk about a season that is about defining hero. Yeah. Her, right there. Yeah. She's a damn hero. And she's doing things that she doesn't want to do, that she knows is going to be trouble, because it's it's protecting people and saving lives. So Hero Spectrum now runs from Claire to Kingpin. No. <laughs> the Hero Spectrum runs from uh, Foggy to Claire. <laughs> With Karen in the middle. I I, I just, I, I really enjoyed her. Uh yeah. No, I like her personality. I, I think she's like, if she were a mom, she'd be one of those tough moms that doesn't put up with any of your crap. Yeah. Like, but you'd grow up to be like an awesome person. Um, And obviously her first thought is taking care of people, whether there are consequences to herself or not, as evidenced by the fact that she quit her job. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Cause she, just because she refused to let shit get covered up for money. Yeah. It didn't stop her quitting her job, didn't stop shit from getting covered up for money. No, but, but, that, but they can't tell her to shut up, and yeah. she can tell Karen. And she wasn't example. a party to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not about necessarily not doing something illegal, but it's about what kind of person you want to be. Yeah. Um, It's completely legitimate. I just worry about what she's going to do for food. I worry about the next uh, Hell's Kitchen superhero who needs to get patched up. And now we don't you know. know damn well that if they, you know, someone's injured and they show up, she's going to patch them up. None of them are rich enough to keep her on retainer, though. Like, no, none of them are paying well, her anyway. She's, yeah, but she was getting paid by the hospital. Now somebody's going to keep her in. in uh, well, they should be. They should all be paying her for her services. Yeah, they've got it. But none of them can afford to pitch in. Jessica's broke. Daredevil's broke. Luke's bar got blown up, so he he can't have a lot of money. Now, Danny Rand is rich, but we haven't met him yet. Okay, but this is why these guys need to have a detective agency where they're all uh, licensed. Oh, the Heroes for Hire? No. I said detective oh, okay. agency. Alias, alias Investigations? Yes. Okay. Where they all work together and have like a co-op situation going on yeah they call themselves the defenders why are you ruining it <laughs> and then the nurse can be a part of the team yes and you have a reporter as part of the team yes you have a lawyer as part of the team yeah but not foggy. matt because he apparently foggy. sucks foggy as part of the team what um, i wanted more courtroom stuff right absolutely that stuff with foggy uh well 
uh, I don't want to talk about it now because you're going to yell at me for talking about it now instead of later when it comes up. What do you mean later? The best part of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, see? I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, I hope you're being nice to that rocking chair. Yeah, I am. Any other characters we need to talk about? No, for God's sake, that's it. (laughs) Okay. Does this connect to the larger worlds? Their larger world, yeah. So it definitely the Netflix world is is broadening. Yeah, it's just New York. Yeah, yeah, because we got it, Hogarth. Yeah, we don't have the X Men anywhere. No, the X Men aren't part of the the MCU. So apparently, they, the Hulk isn't. I mean, he gets mentioned, but where the fuck is he yeah. while these while these things are going down? Well, the Hulk would not be a good person to come in and fuck with the hand. Why not? All you have to do is pick them up and chuck them. Hulk smashes, and the hand requires a more delicate touch. Smash the hand. That's not how it works. If you kill all of the ninjas, I mean, there's a finite number of ninjas. Honestly, Natasha would be better suited to come in and take out the ninjas. Well, I mean, I was just using Hulk as an example because they specifically mentioned him. And Hulk connects to the rest of the world. But that's uh, through Jessica Jones. Yeah. Which well, is and, only tangentially connected to Daredevil. And through the reporter, Ben, because he's got yeah. uh, the articles on his wall uh, talking about the incident. They mentioned yeah. the incident a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are kind of pulling back from the MCU. But also, what is this? We said this is 2016, right? And Avengers, it's been four years. Yeah. So some of that starts fading away. Sure. Well, I mean, but they're still there. Yeah. If holy shit, bad stuff is going on. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that connection to that fades away a little bit. Yeah. But Tony Stark's got Stark Tower up in the middle of friggin' New York City. Mm-hmm. Like, shoot a bat signal at him. <laughs> That's the wrong, wrong group. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it does bother me that these guys are all in the same universe and yet nobody ever shows up. Because, you know, if I were Iron Man and my city were on fire, I'd sure as fuck show up. I'd at least be sitting in the courtroom watching Kingpin get put away. Yeah. Be like, hey, bud, I want you to know. You start to shit up again. I'm gonna come find you. You know. Yeah, and I'm or Nick Fury could be sitting in the back of the courtroom. Right. That's exactly the kind of thing he'd be doing. Yeah. Let me eyeball this dude and see what's up. Yeah. You'd yeah. expect it. Or fuck, Nick Fury could be drafting Punisher to be part of Shield because. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the guy with the bow and arrow. This dude knows how to use a gun. Hey, be nice to the guy with the bow and arrow. I know I've made fun of him, but he's uh he's not doing so great. We'll be nice to him for a while. Okay. What's going on, Poppy Cat? Giddy giddy giddy. Giddy giddy giddy. Alright, so it's yeah. connected but not connected enough. Yeah. Say hi, kitty kitty. Look at that fat blob of kitty cat. Yeah, there. she's cat pool. Cat pool. That's mean. 
Baby. Um, okay, so we wrap up the season. How did it close? <clears throat> I don't know. Do we need to wrap up the season? Yes. Well, like, in ten words or less, what happened? I, not in ten words or less. Why not? Because it's going to take more than ten words. No, it's not. No. Then you do it in ten words. Um. Electra dead. Daredevil in the wind. Karen reporter. Foggy. That's ten. Lawyer. <laughs> okay, so I'll help you wrap it up. Well, I just did. Not very well. <laughs> Foggy. I want appears, one word over. My God. Foggy appears to be taking, uh, joining the film now, with he, No, no, no. Foggy didn't interview for that job. He's yeah. not going to take it. I think he's going to. I don't think he's going to. Or, or if he does, he's going to be out of it like in six months. Nelson and Murdoch are closed. Foggy is going to go work with Hogarth. Karen is a full-on reporter now. She's just working for the paper. Is she a reporter or is she a researcher? Uh, well, she's writing articles, so oh. <coughs> reporter. <coughs> um, Electra was buried and then dug up and yep. put in that urn, so she's coming back. The Well, the giant urn that's... Um, Resurrection stone. Yeah, the one that they were draining people to to power up. But they never explained any of that well enough. No, no. So the zombie stupid. kids that are killing that they're killing their parents and shit to get back to draining their bloods. And there's some kind of weird chemical that's being cultured in their half dead bodies while they're being drained. That whole thing was just. <sighs> yeah. It was trash. It was like they had source material and they just wrote down bullet points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last thing we get is uh, Matt Murdock goes to Karen, reveals that he's Daredevil. Yeah, Big Woo, I think uh, she should not be allowed to be a reporter if she didn't know who he was all the rest of the time, sure. But that last time... When he frees her and nobody else and then caresses her cheek. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, oh, you know, it's like the bottom half of his face. And then, then you should be like, you know, he's always showing up all bruised and shit. Here's the thing. It's her prejudice. He's blind. Yeah. I can't wait until it occurs to her that he saw her tits. I can't wait until she slaps the fucking shit out of him. Oh, you! I don't think she's going to, I don't think it's going to click for her that he is the reason that she's been shot at like every fucking week since she showed up. I don't think it's going to occur to her. I, I don't think, um, God. and if she dates him after this, she deserves what she gets. 
Well, because she was okay with the Punisher, right? So if the Punisher's okay, then Daredevil's great. If she wasn't trying to sleep with him. Right? I mean, he's a sexy beast. I mean, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Unless he chewed in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like the kind of guy that doesn't eat quietly, though, so... No, no, he probably doesn't. <laughs> he, can't you just see him with like one of those uh, metal army trays and like the little uh, uh, MRE spoon going, <laughs> just shoveling it in? No, more the dry ass MRE crackers and a pack of cheese and he spreads it in chomps. I'd kill him. Yeah, I can see that. I'd pull off his giant earlobes. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that's always got a packet of cheese in his his uh, keeping it warm ankle pocket, so soft. Yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> girls used to keep them in their armpits until it got warmed up so that they could squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that jalapeno MRE cheese is the shit. <laughs> it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, now we look forward. What's coming next? Best and worst. That's later. Dead gum. I actually have a thing this time. Well, good. We'll be happy to hear it. (sighs) After you make some predictions. I already did. The whole next season is going to be about uh, Electra coming back to life. It's going to be so bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. No wonder the third season was the last season. And then also Nobu coming back to life. No, I don't think we're going to get Nobu again. I think yeah, we I are because the they good. like they like to torture me. Um, and every time they say Nobu, I think of the dog. And now <laughs> I can't tell our dog not to do something because it sounds like I'm saying that guy's name. <laughs> Nobu, don't eat my shoe. I also I can't th- take him seriously. I also think that you might be right about Foggy not being with that law firm very long. No, he's going to get pulled back in. I think he's running for DA. Oh. He spends a lot of time in the comics, especially the early, where I'm running as the DA. Okay, so here's a good life plan for Foggy, right? Work for the shitty, expensive law firm. Do some... um, Pro bono on the side, pay off your student loans. Then go, because if you go to be a prosecutor, you're not making any fucking money. Mm. You are never going to get your student loans paid off. You got to suffer a little while in order to be free. Yeah, but he, um, I feel like he's, he will like that, but I also feel like he's going to miss actually helping people who deserve to be helped. So he, he sees it as help. A couple of years into the comics, he he leaves Nelson and Murdoch and runs for DA. Yeah. And then, because uh, he sees that as his way of doing what his friend Matt does and helping people. Oh, you mean the right way? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he ends up bringing Matt in as a special, uh, a special attorney to the DA, where he doesn't work for the DA, but he does the that's, stuff. That's not yeah. a thing. It is in the 616. 
Okay. Um, but all of that is is. But they're go- but they're also going to do some other side story because they've done that every time. Sure. So I don't know where we're gonna get Iron Fist come in. I don't rem- I don't know if we'll meet him with um, with Daredevil, but he's more of a. Danny Rand is more of a, a Luke Cage companion, and we'll talk about them later. That doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I think the Kingpin will be back too. We're gonna get more Kingpin. Yeah, well I'm okay with that. All right, now <laughs> what's your Best, favorite part of the season? My favorite part was Foggy in the courtroom. Okay, that his opening statement. Because you you watch that character development, that gaining confidence yeah. right there in the moment. Uh, and he painted a pretty good picture. I, the problem is, um, I don't think it was going to be a strategy that worked because it doesn't matter what his motivation is. He killed people. And if you're saying he killed people because they killed his family, then you're admitting he killed people. So he's going to jail. Well, I think what they're trying for there is jury nullification. And not so much a not guilty verdict as a yeah, but reduced that's, charges and that's sentence. That's a pretty rare situation. The jury to just be like, yeah, he doesn't deserve to get punished for this. That That's pretty freaking rare. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were on that jury and I heard, you know, that story, I would probably, but only if you could prove to me that None of the people that he killed were collateral. Yeah. Um, if he killed anybody innocent. Because creating collateral damage to avenge your own collateral damage doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't balance the karmic scales. And then, like, for me, honestly, on that jury, no, don't put him in jail. Put him in a facility to get some psychiatric out. Yeah, because even though he denies having PTSD, I think he absolutely has PTSD from losing his family. So but I think part of that is the prejudice that only soldiers get PTSD, that it, it's only war-related stuff. I I kind of had thought that we had um, changed people's minds on that situation, but I think that they they talked to some soldiers when they were drafting this. You think so? Uh, when he and Daredevil are on the roof, yeah, and Daredevil's ta- acting like he uh, acting like he knows exactly what Frank's been through. Fuck right? him. That whole scene to me was amazing. But the best, the best nugget out of there is when Frank is like, "Don't try and label me with PTSD." I don't have PTSD. I know guys who have a daily struggle and don't put that shit on me. Well, but it's a spectrum. It is absolutely a spectrum, but from from inside the spectrum, a soldier who has a touch of a problem mm-hmm. is not going to want to get special treatment when he knows that other people need it more. No, yeah, because there's this uh, perception that since someone else has it worse, then I don't have anything to complain about. Yes. Um, We still need to work on that quite a bit. Absolutely. Because everybody's stuff, and I'm sorry, but watching your entire family die, 
That's PTSD inducing. Certainly. That was was a traumatic situation. You're telling me that his reaction isn't because of the trauma? No, and exactly it is. But my my point is that his his take on the situation Mm -hmm. felt very real. Yeah. I I loved it. I would agree with that. I've got I've got enough experience with guys with PTSD that of the kind he's talking about that I see where he's coming from. Yeah. Um because I've I've talked to guys that were um just not not okay. Yeah. In their everyday being able to function lives. Uh uh-uh. But that doesn't mean that just because you have a milder version of it, that it doesn't affect your life. 100%. I mean. And it, it probably, like, the the trauma of war uh, made it so that when he witnessed his family getting slaughtered in front of him, uh, that was a breaking point. And then you add in the brain wound, yeah. the, the head injury, Oh, yeah, where he was specifically injured in the part of the brain that controls impulse. Yeah. Um, Like, that is a perfect storm now, but probably getting off the plane, he would have considered himself fine. Yeah, well, don't most soldiers? Yeah, probably. That aren't, like, having flashbacks and hiding under desks? Yeah. Because, Because everybody makes it seem like you don't have PTSD unless you're screaming in your dreams and choking your wife to death. Yeah, unless you're doing the Owen Hunt thing. Yeah. Which I never liked. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some guys that are like some that. Some guys are like that, absolutely. But yeah. the I can't go to the grocery store and get stuck in the aisle between two other people is also PTSD and it also affects your life. Yeah. In a very negative way. And and not just the soldier, but it affects the soldier's wife and daughter. Very much. So somebody needs to educate old uh, Punisher on PTSD. <clears throat> I would have had, I've been his lawyer, I would have had a PTSD specialist talk about um, the actual disorder and the perception of people who have it, about how bad it really is, and, you know. Fuck, just the brain injury was enough. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the best part of the show, courtroom. Okay. I'm just looking for a superhero show where they're in the courtroom every episode. Maybe one that was, like, subtitled Attorney at Law. That'd be good. Would you cuddle that cat down? She's a very needy kitty. She is. Oh. Listen to that purr. Do you want to pause at a worst part of the show, or you want to leave that to me? It, you know what? The worst part of the show was the entire hand storyline. <laughs> Every exactly what God damn bit of it. <laughs> well, I guess I might then. <laughs> the, the worst part of the season two of Daredevil is the fact that Daredevil was in it. Oh, God, yeah. Like, cut, excise that storyline. Mm-hmm. And fuck it, give me six episodes of Foggy and Karen and the Punisher, mm-hmm. and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and Kingpin. I liked I liked the Kingpin bit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was easy. That was that was pretty easy. Now we we put it on the list. It's gonna be a short episode this week. That's fine. I need a nap. <laughs> if I don't get over this flu soon, I'm gonna go crazy. Uh, where do you want to put it on the list, my love? Right above Blade. Really? All the way down. No. I don't know. Hold on. Let me look at what we're dealing with here. I because I don't I don't think that the good parts of this season are enough to make up for the parts where I fell asleep. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? I got drifty a couple of times myself. There was whole parts where, like, I don't know. It seemed like nothing was happening. There was a lot of punching and kicking and backflipping back onto the guy you're attacking. That was a weird move. Uh, he spend, he expends so much energy doing those stupid um, moves. You know what? Fuck it. Oh, yeah, that's not beating S.H.I.E.L.D. or Carter. No, it's not. Not even season two of S.H.I.E.L.D. No. It's not better than the first season of Daredevil either. Mm. Well, I don't like either yeah. season. No, because I didn't I didn't start nodding off and wishing that the show would end <laughs> in the first season. Oh, my God. I thought the end of the show was when uh, 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 Twig... Chop dude's head off. And then the damn episode went on for 20 more minutes. Yeah. It should have ended. It should have ended at the head chop. Well, I don't mind a little bit of uh, anti-climax. No, they have all next season to give us all that. No, you give me some teasers and I'm okay with that. Mm Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. Then it's this season, Daredevil season two is now... Nothing. Eight of nine. I can't imagine anything ever being below Blade. No, I can't either. I mean, we're going to watch some shows that weren't completely uh, hashed out properly. Uh, Maybe not even sanctioned by Marvel. Uh, but I don't. Those are usually the best bad. ones. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Are we watching next week? Or are we? You're, you're going to be... Well, we are. Uh, we are coming up on a milestone. Hmm. This is episode 48. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks from now, we are doing our 50th episode spectacular, because that is actually one year from when we started recording. We've been doing this podcast for a year. Holy crap. Yes. How is that possible? Uh, I don't know if I should apologize or thank. <laughs> I That's amazing to me. Um, I thought for sure you'd get bored by now. No, I don't get bored that easy. Um, really? <laughs> I don't know that that's true. So in preparation for our 50th episode spectacular, mm-hmm. where we're going to invite some special guests. Mm-hmm. If I can remember to do that. Um. Uh, Next week, we're going to watch the Marvel one-shots. Hmm. They are 
basically extra features from some of the early shows and movies mm -hmm. that had been collected on Disney Plus. There's five or eight of them. They're only a, ten minutes long at the most. Okay. So it's it's going to be a quick watch, and we'll just have fun discussing those. Okay. Yay. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then our fiftieth episode spectacular. Holy crap! Yeah, that's crazy. All right, yay. Hopefully, I'll feel better by then, and I can be more enthusiastic. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just wiped. I have never taken so long to get over being sick. Mm. I hate it. I hear my baby's calling me, so we should wrap this up. Yeah. Don't be sick. Be awesome instead. And on that note, we'll join us next week on Marvel Movie Night. <laughs>